I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to The Shit Show. Oh, hi. I'm sorry. I didn't see you there. That's totally awkward random. Kia ora everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Shit Show. As always, I am joined by Squish, my brother Nick. Squish, it feels literally like we were just on these mics a few days ago. Yeah, I know, but doesn't it feel good to be back? Oh, yeah, fucking love this part of the job. Actually, a part of the job that we don't get paid for, so you guys are lucky that we rock up here every week and give you the news. And also... Thank you for all the love on the Russia-Ukraine explanation podcast. It's been one of our most listened to episodes to date, and I can see why. It's a really, really mind-boggling situation until someone comes in and breaks it down, eh, Nick? Exactly. And the the thing is, it's such a massively changing situation, so it's it's good to get a good baseline on, on what's what's been going on so far. So I would recommend going back and giving it a listen if you haven't. Um, there is some good information in there. It's an evergreen podcast, so we tried to, we made it not topical. We just gave you the context so that then when we give updates every week, uh, like Nick said, you just have a bit of a base to start off with because we're all about context here. And, and thank you to everyone for sharing it. I've seen it on a lot of Instagram stories, like sending it to all your friends and your family or people that just need it explained in words that we all use. I actually had um, someone who wanted to play it at their school and they asked me if there was a bleeped version because their principal wouldn't let them play the podcast where we were probably saying, fucking Putin, fucking trying to nuke Ukraine. (laughs) Well, look, we are for everybody, but maybe not for schools. (laughs) Maybe that's that's the one the one group that <laughs> probably can't play us. Shit is literally in the name, so I'm not sure what they expected. Yeah, and shit do be cray. Anyway, Nick, um, do you have a weirdest thing that you saw on the internet this week for me? I do. It's a bit of a continuation of last week's uh, weirdest thing. Um, okay. Which, which was, if you, had, if you didn't listen... Um, to last week's episode it was about hank the tank a, a bear a massive bear uh terrorizing the uh the the town of south lake tahoe um but we've had a few <laughs> developments on the hank the tank situation turns out it's not just one massive unit of a bear it's actually a whole squadron of little hank the tanks oh my god i had so many people messaging me this asking me like telling me hank the tank not just one bear you need to yeah ask. i know so did i which is a damn it's it's like immediately after we released last week's episode first of all major developments on russia and then (laughs) second of all major developments with hank the tank so that entire episode was was basically out of date before it even launched so i don't know what 
once we release this one, Hank the Tank's going to be like 1,500 beers. And- Hank the Tank's not even going to be a beer. Hank the Tank's going to be like a buffalo or, or something. <laughs> Hank, Hank the Tank's actually a man in a suit just going yeah. through people's rubbish for pizza. Yeah, you no, heard it here first. It's actually three kids in a huge trench coat <laughs> on each other's shoulders. <laughs> Trying to get tickets to the movies, yeah. Boy, I reckon some people's weirdest um, thing they saw or heard on the internet this week would should be the shit show. Like, I reckon for some people, the shit show would be the fucking weirdest thing they heard. I know, but they can't say that every week. Like, every week is going to be the shit show. Well, we are weird every week. Anyway, there has been uh, some DNA evidence collected uh, over the past few months, and it shows that there are at least three bears involved in the break-ins around the South Lake Tahoe area. Um, until the update, all of these incidents were, you know, pinned on Hank, who, if you could tell from the photo, massive, big unit, absolutely cute. Uh, looks like he's got a big belly full of pizzas. Good news for Hank and all of his friends, though. Uh, the authorities don't want to euthanize any of the bears, which is awesome. Um, the department said it would work in the coming weeks and months to trap, tag, and study them and release them into more suitable habitats so good news coming out of the hank the tank sitch there Oi! next thing you know we'll see like papa john's or domino's or something like using hank in their branding to be like hank the tank loves pizzas you will too or something like that if any brand are confident enough to go up to hank the tank and spray paint a pizza logo on the side of him be my guest just send me a photo because that would be awesome no that wouldn't be awesome yeah, Imagine someone a you and fucking spray paint A you. massive walking billboard in the shape of a bear. You heard it here first, everyone. Nick hates animals and wants to exploit them. Yes, I'm a raging capitalist. Lucy, what is your weirdest thing? We all low-key are. Anyway, my weirdest thing is... It's kind of old, but it's um, that video of the former 90210 slash nip-tuck star... Saying, Putin, I wish I was your mother. Nick, have you seen this? I saw, like, about five seconds of it on my Twitter timeline, and I just cringed so hard I had to scroll past it. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. So it's this gross, like, self-written poem, like a performative fucking, I don't know, poetry piece, spoken by Anna Lynn McCord, and I'm going to insert a little bit of the poem here. Dear President Vladimir Putin, I'm so sorry that I was not your mother. If I was your mother, you would have been so loved, held in the arms of joyous light. Never would the story's plight, the world unfurled before our eyes, a pure demise of nations sitting peaceful under a night sky. If I was your mother. Lucy, I don't even I don't even know what to say to that. Like, what is he trying to do? I don't even know. No, she's okay. She's doing this classic thing where she's centering herself in this whole, like, issue of russia ukraine at the very least it's really fucking cringe um at the very most it's sort of perpetuating the idea that anything that dudes do that's wrong is sort of the fault of the mother or often a woman like it's not good um someone had commented saying this will definitely stop him you are so strong and brave anna lynn mccord and it turns out that she uh, had done a very similar thing about what she would say to Derek Chauvin if she was the president. 
Oh, Jesus. So Derek Chauvin is obviously the police officer that killed George Floyd. And she she did a very similar thing, saying, if I was the president, I would have made the world different for you to grow up. Like, she shifts the blame off these awful people, right? And does these cringe as fuck videos. Yeah. And so she actually came out and defended this video. She told BuzzFeed News... Um, I know how I could easily have moved in the direction of becoming a dictator myself. What? If, if certain circumstances of my life were different, were I a little less bent towards healing and more toward vindication, I could have been a darkly powerful person. Oh you wouldn't God. have invaded Ukraine. You would have maybe, like, robbed a fucking 7-Eleven or something. I don't know. Like, you, I just... That is weird and stupid and dumb. And Nick, please have you got our first news story. Does anyone know if Putin's mother actually didn't love him? Like, is it like... <laughs> oh, uh, DK. Like, well, I don't actually know. Yeah, let's move on from that. Uh, yes, so I have an update on what's going on in Ukraine. Um, just a few quick tidbits on what's happened since our last update. Uh, so there have been peace talks on the Belarusian border on Tuesday. Um, apparently these talks didn't really amount to anything. Uh, President Vladimir Zelensky didn't think they would, but he had to send some sort of representation. Otherwise, Russia would just say he wasn't trying. So um, apparently there are more talks to come, and the communication from both sides said that it was, you know, they're, they're both open to stopping this war, which I don't know. Doesn't seem the vibe. Well, one of them was open to fucking starting it and also has the option to finish it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a very easy way just to stop it, isn't there? The general consensus (laughs) around the international community at the moment is that Russia underestimated Ukraine. They got it pretty wrong. They thought that Kiev would easily be taken and that they would topple the leader, Vladimir Zelensky, pretty quickly. Um and that the Ukrainians would sort of be indifferent to the new leadership, like Vladimir was just like a so-so president. Obviously, that's not the case anymore. Earlier today, this is we're recording this on Wednesday, so earlier today there have been sustained attacks on Ukraine's second largest city of Kharkiv, um, with one blast caught on camera on CCTV in front of the city's main administration building. Pretty much every country in the world now has imposed some sort of sanction on Russia, uh, with most of Europe and North America now no-fly zones, so no... Uh, Russian aircraft can not even land there. They can't even fly over uh, these countries now. And the same can be said for a lot of ports as well. So no Russian ships can come into port. So they're really cutting Russia off, um, not just financially with all these sanctions, but literally you can't leave or go into Russia at all. So um, I'm not sure how much longer the Russian people are going to put up with this, but even if they don't want to put up with it they keep getting arrested at these protests so i also just read um that putin's just put out a statement or a law or whatever it is in these fucked up times that no residents of russia can leave with more than i think the equivalent of like 10k because obviously people are leaving and not coming back and he sort of needs them to stay. I also listened to the latest episode of the daily which is about how um Men between, I think, 18 and 60 in Ukraine can't leave or being asked not to leave to stay and support Ukraine, which is really sad. I actually cried listening to it this morning. Yeah, yeah. uh, Martial law. So males 18 to 60 can't leave, which is pretty crazy. Like, 
pretty crazy that it's reached that. Uh, so yeah, Russia are doubling down on the invasion with reports mm-hmm. that there are military convoys up to 60 kilometers long heading towards Kiev. Um, US intelligence has also said that so far 80% of those troops amassed on the borders before the invasion have entered Ukraine so far. Um, meanwhile, 660,000 refugees have fled the country, according to the UN Refugee Agency, uh, with most of those going to Poland and Hungary. At the UN, about 100 diplomats have walked out of a speech by Russia's foreign minister, Sergei Lavrov, uh, in Geneva on Tuesday, in protest over his country's invasion of Ukraine. Wow, okay. Um, Iran's supreme leader blamed the United States for the conflict in Ukraine, saying that it had interfered with the country's domestic politics. So we know what side they're on. Yeah, Nick, and every day in the newsletter, I've been giving both an update from the BBC about what's happened sort of overnight and an update from the Kiev Independent which me and you spoke about in um, last in our last episode. If you want to be kept in the loop every day, do come and subscribe to the newsletter. We're also doing like some lessons in the background on the war. Like today's was like, what is a sanction? And we spoke about it in the podcast, but we're wanting to educate as many people as we can. So today we talked about what an economic sanction actually was. It sounds dry, but honestly, we make it fun and we make it make sense. So if you do want daily updates and you do want to know more, Come to the daily newsletter. We make learning about war fun. <laughs> hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Something else that's fun, (laughs) that Florida's Senate committee passed the Don't Say Gay bill that I spoke about last week. I really hope my sarcasm wasn't lost in the medium there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not fun at all. That's not fun at all. It's uh, fucking fucked. So for those who need a reminder or who didn't listen to last week's episode, under the Don't Say Gay Bill, which is actually called the Parental Rights and Education Bill, educators would not be allowed to speak to primary school students about certain LGBTQ plus topics that aren't considered age appropriate or developmentally appropriate. So basically it's saying don't talk about things that kids really should be allowed to talk about and should be uh, learning about. So the Senate committee passed the bill by a vote of 12 to 8, which means that the legislation now moves to the Senate floor. Um, So one of the sponsors of the bill on Monday said that he was really amazed about how something so simple turned into this, that an anti-LGBTQ plus sentiment has been fabricated by the media. Gas lighter. Gas lighter. Other Florida senators obviously disagreed, arguing that the bill is not only discriminatory, but also it is a solution in search of a problem rather than the other way around. One senator said, I don't remember teaching LGBTQ propaganda from secret lesson plans, and I don't remember breaking any Florida law by telling a parent that they couldn't review my lesson plans. It didn't happen. It didn't happen then, and it doesn't happen now. Florida educators are not indoctrinating young children with age-inappropriate or development me inappropriate curriculum they are professionals basically saying that like 
this law is stupid and shouldn't come in and is kind of irrelevant because teachers are literally not like trying to fucking brainwash or whatever they think. Your kids, they're just trying to teach them and help them. Um, I hate that bill. I hate it here. I hate Florida. I don't hate all of Florida, but uh, I hate some of the stuff about it. Anyway, Nick, do you have another news story for me? I do. I do. The poor Australians, they just can't catch a break at the moment. Like, if it's not bushfires, it's a thousand-year floods. Um, the states of New South Wales and Queensland are getting a hammering. Um, unprecedented rainfall causing widespread flooding around those two states. So, yeah, more than 15,000 homes are estimated to have been flooded in the city of Brisbane. Uh, I don't know if you've seen them, loose, but some of the videos coming out of Brisbane are pretty incredible. It's fucking gnarly yeah like there's water levels reaching the top of petrol stations like houseboats hitting piers and like sinking immediately um i even saw a photo on i think it was news.com.au of a quad bike hanging from a power line fuck me yeah which is incredible like that goes to show how far up the floodwaters actually reached um so unfortunately so far there have been 10 deaths reported um and since there are so many rural areas affected by this flooding as well, with authorities saying it's likely that that is going to increase as uh, contact is made with those rural areas. Um, rainfall totals in these two states have been as high as 1.5 metres in a week. Uh, the Bureau of Meteorology forecaster Diana Eden said some of the rainfall totals that we've seen over the course of this event have been approaching rainfall totals that we would normally expect over the course of a year. Which is absolutely insane. Like, Queensland gets a lot of rain anyway. Like, it's a, a state of rainforest, essentially. So, for them to receive Holy all of that rain in a week is absolutely insane. And right at the end of summer as well. And, like, is the storm done? Is it moved out of Australia? What's Do we know? Uh, so, the storm is expected to move down to Sydney later today. So, that's Wednesday today. Oh, uh, and there are multiple warnings about flooding there as well. Uh, so, by the time you hear this, hopefully that has passed with not too much trouble. Oh, I've been seeing heaps of photos and it is, honestly, it's it's scary as. Yeah, absolutely terrifying. I can't imagine being in that situation, hiding on roofs, uh, waiting for rescue and all that sort of stuff. Um, anyway, Lucy, I'm waiting on a new Porsche. Can you... Can you tell me when that's going to arrive? I've, I've been waiting a long time and I'm really looking forward to it. Um, yeah, uh, unfortunately it's it's not. It's actually currently at the bottom of the ocean along with oh, no. about 4,000 other <laughs> vehicles, most uh, oh, no. luxury. So what Nick is alluding to and what Nick actually sent me today is um, an article titled After Burning for Days, a Ship Carrying Thousands of Luxury Cars Sinks. And I just thought, holy ship, holy ship, this is a story. Oh. <laughs> that was not good. Um, so the Felicity Ace car carrier has sunk in the Atlantic Ocean. Now, before we really get into this, Nick, it feels quite fitting that we talk about this story because the big stuck ship in the Suez Canal was where we really started jamming as podcast hosts, isn't it? Exactly. It's, um, it's like it's gone full circle. Gone full circle. And again, I will preface this by saying no one was hurt. So if I sound quite lighthearted, it's because just a whole lot of rich people can't get their fucking luxury cars, um, but not good for the environment. Anyway, I'll get into that in one second. So yes, this huge car carrier sunk in the Atlantic Ocean. Um, it comes nearly two weeks after a fire broke out in the ship's cargo area. 
So this boat was carrying about 4,000 vehicles, including cars like Porsches, Bentleys, Lamborghinis, Audis, V-dubs. Apparently the cargo... um had been apparently the cargo was worth about 400 million US dollars. Holy fuck. Um, I know. So when the fire broke out, the crew members had all been evacuated. So absolutely no one was hurt. And then, like, and then, um, it appeared that the fires had stopped. Um, the Navy did say right before it sunk, the ship was apparently stable. It had no fires on the outside or inside, although there was a high temperature in the central area, but there was no smoke in its structure. But then, quite soon after that, as the ship was being towed, it lost stability and it sank. Oh, bugger. I know. And like, the thing is, because it sunk and because it's now at the bottom of the Osh. They can't really be sure why the fire broke out, but there have been people saying that, like, but there have been reports that because some of the cars on board were electric, um, they had lithium-ion batteries that I think made the firefighting really, really hard. So I don't know if that has to do with why it started, but it made stopping the fire, like, really difficult. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, so that can't be good for the environment, right? No, and environmental groups, like, since the big old boat caught on fire, they have been really concerned that it would sink because, like, not only have you got, like, 4,000 cars now polluting the ocean, but it's also, like, sunk at a really unfortunate place. Um, The seabed where it has sunk is covered with coral reefs, coral forests, and sponges, and it's, it's, I mean, we already know how hard it is to maintain the health of coral reefs. This is not going to help. The area that it's sunk is also home to sperm whales and blue whales and a whole lot of dolphins and sharks and a massive fucking vessel like this is also holding more than 3 million litres of heavy fuel as well as oil and there's like wires and paint and plastics. It's just not good, Dal. It's not good. No, but um, SpongeBob and Patrick are going to be whipping around a new Lamborghini. So watch out for new episodes of SpongeBob. Oh, <laughs> they don't need that, like, um, Krabby Patty mobile or whatever they drove around. Or they don't need to be on David Hasselhoff's back. No, they got Bentleys now. They're all good. They got fucking electric V dubs now. Oh, shit. Oh, well. Um, So if you're waiting on a Bentley or a Porsche, that's the reason why it may not get to you this quarter. Um, Luce, hit us with a good news story, will you? I I have a good news story, um, and it also ties into my comment of the week. So I'm going to bash it all out in one. So my good news story is that Airbnb are going to provide housing for 100,000 Ukrainian refugees. So Airbnb uh, just announced that they are offering free short-term housing for up to 100,000 refugees um, who are fleeing, obviously, the invasion in Ukraine. And they're going to work with neighboring European states to provide long-term stays. This housing uh, is going to be funded by uh, Airbnb, by the donors, and by the hosts on the platform. And this actually comes after last year, Airbnb also helped to resettle refugees during um, the Taliban's takeover of Afghanistan. They provided housing to more than 21,000 people. Now, the reason that this is also my comment of the week is because I tweeted about this and then I put it on Instagram knowing I had a gut instinct that people were just going to be super fucking cynical about it. So I made the caption, um, 
let's see how uncynical we can keep the comments. Um, because, like, people, I just never think you should shit on people for doing what they can, how they can, no matter what your preconceived notions are of the company or the people. Like, can you just for one second look at the good thing? Anyway, I refreshed it like five minutes later and every single fucking comment was so cynical and like kind of rude and just didn't want to see the good in anything. So I archived it because it proved my point and my comp- that, all of them were my comments of the week because they sucked and they proved that social media can be a cesspit. So come to the newsletter. You've been around this game long, haven't you, Luce? You know how it all works. I, my gut tells me when people are going to be silly in the comment section and I just wasn't here for it today and I was like, nah, this post is getting taken down. You don't get the info. Goodbye. Ruthless. Yeah. What's your, um? no, you don't have a good news story. What's your comment of the week though, Squishy? Um. So I don't know if you heard this, Lucy, but we are the new proud owners of some iPhone 13s. Oh God. Spam, spam, bot, bot, spam. <laughs> Wait, what? Was that spam? Oh, no, sorry. I'm sure it's in the mail. I'm, sh- I'm sure your one's in the mail. You might want to check the uh, Cisco credit card then. We might have got oh, some bad news. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. As if I would let Nick have access to the Cisco credit card, everybody. Do you even have a credit card? Don't you even think for a second. Now we have a debit card. Oh, okay. Getting there. Yeah, we're professional, doll. Baby steps. Um, your, so your comment of the week was spam. Really original, too. Yeah, no, I thought that was really good. I thought that was good comments, yeah. It turns out now it was spam. I thought it was legit. I thought we give, I thought we were getting new iPhones. Oh, damn. Well, sorry, but no, you can go and buy yourself. No. Oh, well. Anyway, on that really, really excellent chat, really informative, that last comment of the week section, always, always very informative, I think we'd better let the people go and either go and listen to our episode about Russia and Ukraine or... Go and sort of relax after listening to all of this fucking waffle from us, Nick. What do you reckon? I reckon that's a bloody good idea. And where should the people find you to maybe find a photo of this big-ass sinking boat or something? Sinking boat, big-ass bear. Uh, you can find all this sort of fantastic content at The Shit Show Instagram. Uh, the Shit Show a whole bunch of underscores, just whack it in your search bar, you know the deal. Loose, where can they find you? Hopefully on the other end of the morning newsletter. Um, you know, it's where I love to be the most in the world, except for sitting here talking to Squish on the other end of the of our FaceTime. Also, you can listen to me. Good save. You, also, you can listen to me talk about pop culture and all that good stuff over on Culture Vulture, our sister podcast. Or you can come to treat as you care about, but not if you're going to leave cynical comments that make me not want to be on the platform. Love you all, my besties. Catch you later. See you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.